Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here with me live on the air. I appreciate each one of you. Thank you for listening to the show archived, and thank you also for downloading the show on iTunes. I really do appreciate each one of you. Um, you inspire me to keep doing what I do and what I love to do. Just if uh, you are a first-time listener, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching company. And uh, on this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as on the professional level. And so some of the areas that we discuss here are personal and professional growth. We discuss relationships on a personal level as well as the professional level. And uh, money, career, um, finances, self-esteem, which is my topic for today, and uh, also the overall equality of life. So as I mentioned before, you know, the show is intended to be a thought-provoking. It's for information purpose. I am professional certified life coach, and I will gladly help you if you try to contact me directly. You can reach me either on my website by going to www.coachingbyria.com, or you can send me an email at coachria, one word, at gmail.com. I'm also on Skype, coachria, one word. So connect with me and make sure you follow the show so you can be up to date to all the information, all the upcoming guests, and uh, stay tuned. And I do appreciate you do that. And I'm also on Twitter. So whatever form that you like to connect with me, please do so. I would love to be able to help if I could. And one last thing before we start the show, today's show, I'd like to set my intention. My intention of doing the show is really to help inspire you. I like to help inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you deserve to live. So it's really all up to you. Make that decision for yourself. So all I ask of you is to have an open mind and an open heart. Use what it's use what's useful for you. I mean, take what's useful for you from the show and try to implement it in your life. These are all suggestions, you know, and uh, um, we I always have also great guests that come on the show and share some great, great information with you. And uh, with all that being said, I want to say one more thing before I bring my guest today. Um, the show, I am not offering any therapy, as I mentioned. And if you um, need any special um, treatment or anything like that, please sit Seek professional um, um, advice, and uh, um, you know, again, this is just for information purpose. And that brings me to our today uh, show. So please enjoy the show, and uh, we'll be right back. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Ria will return in just a few moments. Welcome back. Today's show is a special show. I have a great special guest for you. It's a young lady who has been through a lot of adversity, a lot of um, 
issues on a personal level to deal with self-image, body image, um, bullying, um, some of the things that have brought her to um, to a place that, you know, she doesn't want to really be in. And she's here to share her story, hoping to inspire other young women out there to really take some, you know, take a look at their life and try to take control and try to be in charge of their life. And again, I like to note that I'm not offering any therapy on the show, rather sharing information to help you make the decision that is right for you. And so you can reach, you know, um, the, the, the life that you desire, but just make sure that you um, get professional advice when it's needed. And I please help me welcome um, my today's guest, Hadil. And thank you, Hadil, for being here. You're on the air. Oh, hi. Hi. Can you thank you for having up? me? <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome, sweetie. Thank you for reaching out to me. I know it was not easy for you to to make that you know that call and 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 mm-hmm. say you know I really want to share my story because you're hoping to inspire some young women out there to take you know to take that step to change their life. So I do appreciate that. That takes a lot of courage. Thank you. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to. Yeah, and I appreciate you know your mom can sense as well. So you know, let's let me ask you this. I mean, you know, you reach out to me. You've listened to some of my shows. We have spoken, you know, on the phone, you and I, and we had a really nice discussion to tell me a little bit more about yourself and what's going on in your life. And it sounds like you came a long way. So how yes. did the whole thing started, and why are you here? What are you hoping to to accomplish from being on the show? Well, um, I'm just. I basically want to inspire young girls to like put the like to not worry about body image and to really be themselves and to like just to come out of your shell and like not be so focused on oh do I look good and oh am I skinny enough and am I pretty enough and like how like obsessing with these kind of things can get you in the most worst place you could ever imagine it can get you in a more more worse place than you were in before and I just want to inspire other young, younger people or older people or whatever age um, to, like, not choose this path because it's a path of destruction and it will only bring you down more and that there's so much other things you can do with your life than wasting your life with an eating disorder and body image and obsessing with that kind of stuff. So I'm basically here just to give inspiration and my insight and, like, how it is to really be in this mindset and how you can overcome it. So, like, inspiration That's- to overcome it. That sounds really good, and I do want to thank you because I'm sure a lot of young women, even, you know, older people who struggle with the same issues can use that inspiration, can use that help and that motivation to actually, you know, take a look at their life and and reexamine, you know, Mm -hmm. why they sabotage themselves in that area. And I know society can put some pressure on us in the media, you know, that women need to be looking a certain size in a certain way, whatever. But I think when we focus truly on the true inner self, we realize we're a lot more than what we have on the outside, right? Yes, of course. Okay, honey. So can you you, um, tell our listeners, how did the whole thing start for you? I mean, you told me on the phone that you... Um, always been very happy and content person, and then one day, how can you share with us? 
Well, it's it's a lot of there was a lot of events that led to this one day. Like um, when I going through middle school and elementary school, I was really I was always constantly bullied and picked on by my because of my weight. And I wasn't extremely overweight or anything. I was just on the chubbier side. And kids would constantly pick on me. They'd call me names, and it was just like horrible things they'd say to me. And then like one day came, and I it, I was starting high school, and I decided that. I was, like, tired of being picked on. I was tired of coming home every day crying. I was just ready to change who I am. And, like, I wanted to be popular and I wanted to fit in. So I was just like, that's it. I'm going to try to eat less and exercise more and see if I can lose some weight. So that's how it started at first. And then it just went downhill from there. But it mostly what, like, led to it was the bullying and just wanting to be popular and wanting to fit in and, thinking that I had to look a certain way just for people to accept me. To please so. other other people. To make yeah. to be accepted. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, we all know that bullying um it, it it's a, it, you know, it's a big problem in 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 our societies unfortunately, yeah. you know. And and you know, I'm sure your mom just said she had on several occasions she mentioned that she had taken it taken it upon herself to, you know, to um to report it. And that's really important yeah. also to to do yourself, which you did. And mm-hmm. uh, um, as you move on and you moved on with this, so, uh, you know, obviously taking care of our body um, and, and manage our weight is a good thing. But when we take things to, to an extreme, uh, that becomes an obsessive, yes. you know, behavior. Mm-hmm. And therefore, now you're moving from um, a good habit and, you know, creating a good habit to creating a worse, ha- worse habit. Because, mm-hmm. you know, now you're not just getting to your ideal weight. Now you're becoming, you told me, um, a really sl- skinny and yeah. very slim, and you start having some health issues because of that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a low heart rate, low blood pressure. I was ex- always cold. And um, like the doctors told me, the next time, the last time I uh, suffered from this, they told me that they were afraid that I was going to die because it was this serious because eventually your body can't take it anymore and your organs will start shutting down because your body needs food and energy to survive. And if you don't fuel it with those types of things, you're going to shut down. And I, it just had to click in my head eventually. But, like, I was just so close to that point and I, I had to change something. Well, I mean, it's great that you actually came to a point of rec- recognizing, you know, what's, uh, how severe the situation became um, and then you really wanted to take, you know, uh, action to to change it. That's great. I mean, I'm I'm glad, you know, of course, with the help of, you know, everybody else who's involved, you know, to get you to that point. But mentally, obviously, you have to grow as well, correct? Yes. Um, what are some only... of the things? Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you, what are some of the things that you start really getting, you know, to practice or do that really helps you to consciously getting more alert of what's going on, how how severe the situation becomes? Well, number one, you have to identify that you have a problem. Like, um, at first, a lot of people with eating disorders, they don't think they're ha- they have a problem. They think, oh, I'm fine, nothing's wrong with me. I just am trying to mm-hmm. deny a lot of times. But you have to realize that this is too far. And when you take it to, like, this extreme, it's dangerous for your health. And... Like, I had to learn that this is not okay. I'm not, what am I getting out of this? I'm not getting anything out of this besides hospital stays and 
becoming more depressed because I'm away from my family, and it's just horrible. So you have to come to realize that this is not what you want for your life and that even though people pressure, like, it's going to be all over. I'm not saying it's going to go away just tomorrow. It's get, Media and society is going to be pressuring us to become thin and to look perfect, but that shouldn't control what you do. You should just focus Very on well what said. you want Thank to do. You. Yes, because you need to own it. You, you need to own the responsibility for your action. And you need to recognize that no matter how how much pressure um, on the outside, no one can get you to do anything that you don't want to do. So you know, coming to that to that you know to recognize in that that's a great thing. So I'm I'm glad that you finally you know get to that point to recognize mm-hmm. that nobody can influence how you think and how you should behave. Um, but what kind of belief did you have about yourself when you were? being bullied i mean did you because you told me that you were content and happy and even though that you were not severely overweight but you felt like you were chubby but you were happy right Mm -hmm. so how how did that change like how your mentality when you start getting bullied what kind of belief did you have about yourself well i put on well a lot of times like i would put on a happy face i try to let go of what things what people would say to me and say, okay, I'm okay, I'm not going to let this get to me. But at the end of the day, I just look at myself and I'd be like, I don't I don't like the way I look. I'm tired of people saying all this mean stuff to me and I'm fat and I'm ugly and the only way people are going to stop picking on me is if I am skinnier. So I decided that I have to, like, lose weight in order for people to like me. And when I got to high school, especially the pressure was on because I noticed people were avoiding me, my friends were avoiding me, they were like, they were try- pretending like they weren't my friend because they're, I don't know if they're embarrassed around me or something, but it was really devastating to me, and I wanted that to change, and I wanted to be like, ha, I can be popular and be pretty and skinny, and I just wanted to fit in with this with all these kids because in high school it becomes so, like, um, focused on image, but I think in middle school was where all the bullying happens, and I know a lot of girls I've talked to that, and boys, too, that they have gotten so bu- so much bullying and crap from kids in school in middle school because that's like the point when you're changing your body's changing but it's like it all led to that day it's like after the week after i started high school i decided okay people are avoiding me i don't like the way i look people are still making fun of me i just want to fit in with the crowd and be popular because that was always my goal when i was younger is i want to be popular oh they have so much fun they go to parties and why can't i do that like I used to tell myself, what's wrong with me? Why do I, why am I, I used to blame, like, my jeans on it because I was just so upset about being, like, a little bit chubbier. I was just so, every day I was so devastated about it, and I used to pretend, like, I could have this body. If I really wanted to, I could do it. So I decided that if the only way I'm going to do this is if I lose weight, and that's how it all started, but, yeah. Okay. I mean, I you know, I appreciate you you giving me the details here because I mean, obviously that's uh not an easy thing to go through, you know, being bullied or, you know, in that sense because uh, you know, I mean, I didn't I never experienced it on my, you know, on a personal level, but I know it's it's a, it's a huge problem and uh it, the consequences of it could can be really severe, especially if you start believing it. And that's one of the reason yeah. I was asking you about, you know, what did you start believing about yourself when you felt you know, um, not you know, you 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 are not fit to be with certain people. Did you ever think about you know the fact maybe there's something wrong with them, not something wrong with you? 
You know, I never, always. I, I was mm-hmm. always I, sorry. I always brought it on to myself. I thought it was always because of me. I, but then you put the blame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was blaming it on me. But like now, I come to realize that those kids might have a problem at home, and they might have a problem with themselves. And that's the only reason that they're picking on me because they have prob- they have a problem with themselves. But before then, I just thought it was all me, and I thought that something was wrong with me, and that I needed to change for people to stop picking on me. Well. From what I know of you, I've heard a lot of great things about you. So, you know, one thing, you know, that we can, we have control of is really, you know, uh, recognizing the beauty that we have within us. And, uh, um, you know, the external part uh, eventually will fade away. You know, no matter how beautiful you are, you know, the, the time will change that. So unless you are beautiful on the inside, you have nothing left. So that's really important to always keep that in mind. And you are a young lady, so, you know, you have a, a long, you know, life ahead of you. And you, you know, I'm sure you want it. You shared this with me that you want to live a healthy life. And I think you've taken every step, you know, to, to ensure that. And I, I admire that about you. Um, so, you know, let's, uh, let's re, um, revisit some of the things that um, that happened you know, along the way to get you to a point where you felt out of control. Okay. Uh, the process, you know, of getting out of control and what are some of the signs, you know, the the warning signs that you can share with some of these, you know, uh, young women, adults, parents, um, people who can, you know, can relate to that and, and, and really kind of pay attention to. What are some of the signs? Some of the signs that I noticed in myself was I – just at first, I started like the more you get into your eating disorder, the more you restrict your food or do purge or whatever you use as your way to control your weight. But some of the signs are hair loss. You can become extremely cold. Um, clothes don't fit you anymore. You're dropping weight drastically. Your heart rate is slow. You don't have energy. You're um, sometimes you can have a loss of appetite. Um, sometimes you can have really dry skin, and there's like um, you can have constipation, which is no fun. And there's so much that can happen to you. Your organs can fail. Sometimes I knew a girl I met in treatment that her she um, actually her friend died from kidney failure because her or, her kidneys just shut down on her because she wasn't giving them the energy they needed. And there's you can have um, you can become anemic which is never good for your blood, and you can develop bone issues. I also met a girl that had osteoporosis at the age of 17, and she now she has to watch her step, or else if she breaks a bone, she could never heal it again or so on. But it's really a dangerous cycle. If you're This is for anorexia, but also there's different symptoms for bulimia. Bulimia symptoms can be tooth decaying. You can frequently using the bathroom. If you ever see your child frequently using the bathroom, especially after meals and snacks, then that's definitely a warning side. Um, there's a lot of, like, also people with bulimia can have, um, they can have dryness in their throat. They can have burning of the esophagus, and there, and um, 
you can have, um, your heart can also fail too if you have bulimia. And also for binge eating, that's a whole other story, but I'm mostly talking about anorexia. So, I mean, this is basically to sum it all, a lot of, um, a lot of the symptoms, you know, um, because I'm not a health professional and I'm not trying to be one. Um, I, I, what we're trying to, to point out here are some of the warning signs. So, you know, to prevent for prevention mm-hmm. purposes. Um, and uh, I, I appreciate you sharing a lot of these um, these symptoms with us on the air. Um, but you know, I mean, let me let me give you a break because I, I think you you know we're gonna take a little short break and we'll, we'll come okay. back. We'll continue our discussion. So okay. stay tuned. Okay. Thank you. All right. you 
because you know to enjoy life i think you know the more we present in the, in in the moment the more we aware of what you know what's going on in our life the better and more in control we are you know to master your life you have to be able to control your life correct yes okay um so you know share with us a couple of the things that can affect how you feel on okay. on a, on an average day you know like one of the, one of the things that can trigger you know some of the things that you know makes you feel not makes you feel not so good you know obviously we know the bullying part but what's some of the things that can set you back well a lot of times anxiety um for me it was i was oh, i was kind of an anxious person when when this all started and whenever i got anxious i right away went to restricting food and over exercising and a lot of times you can also it's a way to deal with depression because i had a problem with depression and I went to restricting food and not eating because I thought that would make me feel better. Because it did, at, for a small, short period of time, it makes you feel a little better. I'm going to admit that. But what, soon afterwards, you just feel a lot worse than you did before. So it makes you feel better for a little bit, but then it just comes down, crashing on you, down you, on you later. And um, But a lot of times, it's for me, it was mostly the anxiety and the worrying about oh, do I look good enough, and then, oh, are people going to look at me and say something to me, so, oh, no, I need to keep not eating, and then also a lot of things that triggered me, too, was other people um, talking about weight. I know it's a big trigger for some people because of the media talking about weight because they said, oh, you have to be this certain number, you can't, being overweight is bad for you, can cause lots of health problems, so a lot of times there's the media, too, saying all these things influencing me to lose weight and trying to find diets to do and a lot of stuff. You know, but, the problem with, you know, I'm sorry to cut you off, but, yeah. I, you know, I'm just my thoughts about this. I mean, we have been defined with the, with numbers since we were born, you know. Um, yeah. You know, how many pounds you weighted when you first born, you know, your age, your um, everything, we put a number to it, and that does not define who you are. It really does not define who you are. So, I mean, I, I guess you came to that conclusion, which is great. Not many people can, can say that, you know, that you are not your number, right? Yes, and that it's just a number, and you are so much more than a number. You are You have personality traits that define who you are. Don't let a number define who you are. Let your your personality shine through and if you focus so much on that number it will just get you worse because you think that you have to be a certain number yeah and there's no certain number for you it's what your body is comfortable with your body knows how to tell you when you're okay and if you're not okay then that's why you have health issues but if you're not having any health issues and you start thinking you need to lose weight because you're at a certain number and somebody tells you that's too high you shouldn't let anybody tell you that because it's just a number and it does not define who you are. So the end of the day, it's how you feel. Yeah. If you feel good, it doesn't matter what the number is, correct? Yes. It's if you feel okay, okay, maybe I'm on good track. So uh, the number's not that. Maybe you uh, feel good because the number is better to you, which can happen sometimes too. But at the same time, like. Um, mostly when I felt good is it's be, like the number would affect how I felt, and now you have to like you have to come to realize that it's just a number and it doesn't define how you feel. What defines how you feel is what happens in your day, and you shouldn't stay so focused on numbers because it just tears you apart and makes only things worse. 
because again you become anxious and and when you become anxious you don't feel good and we don't feel good obviously things start to go downhill from there yeah. correct yeah correct and okay so i mean obviously you know you 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 really have done you come came a long way and i'm really proud of you i'm sure you know everybody in your family are proud of you and and uh you taking that step to actually go out there and try to help other women and this is this is a huge step you know what you doing right now coming on the air and sharing this story you know with everybody else but what are some of the things that you do and you shared with me off air um that really you know um that you're doing you know to help inspire other you know other women young women out there well at my school i'm actually trying to start a group now um it's called What's Wrong With My Body is just the name of the group. And I want it to spread awareness because um, in, my, in my school there's a really high rate of eating disorders, which I found out from somebody. And it's just I want to help stop that, and I want to inspire young girls to say, hey, I'm not, I don't, I'm not overweight. I'm, who cares about how I look? I'm happy with me, and I just want to be me. And I want to basically spread awareness give inspiration because it's recovery is possible and if you just if you really it's is possible if you believe in yourself and um so basically i'm starting a support group slash um awareness group to help spread the word and to help like people know that this is going on to others around you and this could be going on to you and that you can you have the power to stop it and you have the power to fix it and work on it with it but it has to come from you so that's um, and also give inspiration of my story and say how I've come along and how it's definitely possible because if I can do it then anyone can do it because it's not as hard as you make it seem if you just set your mind to it it's you can overcome anything that's with anything not only an eating disorder if you set your mind to acing a test you can overcome it but um, so I want to give inspiration and I want to spread awareness because. This can be deadly, and some people don't think they have a problem, and that's why we have to aware them that what you're doing is a problem, and it can be seriously, de- like, horrible to your house. And so, yeah, I'm trying to start a group, and hopefully that will work out as planned. But, yeah. And that should, and you also mentioned to me you are planning also to be start visiting some other schools and, and, and speaking, you know, to some other um, young women out there, yeah. um, even at some other events, you know, that you can go out there and just really, you know, um, bring awareness to, to the situation and help, you know, make a difference in someone else's yes. life. Yes. Um, I'm also hopefully hoping to start in other schools and as my group gets bigger, be able to travel around and just inspire young people and whatever age you are, that you can do this and you can overcome this and it's not impossible. You just have to set your mind to it. So the key here from what I'm saying to you is really kind of owning what is going on, not being in denial, taking some responsibility for what is happening in your life and not to be pointing the finger, basically, you know, blaming anyone else. Um, So owning it. That's the first thing, right? Recognizing yeah. that it is your responsibility to change it as well. Mhm. Definitely, because nobody else can change it. You, if you keep fighting with your parents and saying no, I don't want to do this, then eventually they're going to give up on you, and you're going to just tear your health apart. Because the only person that can change this is you. It has to come in from within you. So 
you can go to numerous doctors and numerous therapists and numerous psychiatrists and try to change your problem, but it's never going to go away unless you change it yourself. Unless you work with it, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, all the work, all the, the help that you got, obviously it helped you, and there's no doubt about it. So I always encourage you, again, to seek a professional, yeah. you know, advice, and, and if you need any medical advice, make sure you do that. On this show, we're really just trying to bring awareness um, and, and hopefully inspire you to really recognize the symptoms, recognize the problem, owning, you know, the responsibility for it, and 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 start taking some action steps, right? You know, yeah. so some of the action steps you've taken a lot of action steps along the way that you've shared with me um, off air, and uh, um, that helps you to be where you are right now. And and it basically, you saved your life as well, correct? Yes, I did. Okay, well, I'm glad that you're here, and I'm glad you you uh, um, you're you. here to share the story with us and uh we're gonna take another short break and when we come back we'll continue um wrapping it up and and um inspire you hopefully to make you know to take some action steps yourself too. Not for you, we're talking about our listeners. <laughs> so we'll be right back, okay? Okay. All right. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Ria will return in just a few moments. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea. back. Thank you for listening. This is Coach Ria. You are listening to your Life Now radio show and today I have a special guest with me, a young lady who is here to share her story, hoping to inspire other young women, any woman, any person out there who has been struggling with body image, self-image, eating disorder, help inspire them to recognize what's going on in their life and to re- to also realize the life is good and it's worth living. And uh, um, Hadil has been through it all, and she is um, doing great now. And she is on her way to actually, you know, be all that she can be. And 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 uh, she has created. Um, she put a, a group together to try to help inspire other, you know, young women out there. And she's also her goal is to travel um, to other schools to, you know, to anybody who will invite her to come and speak about her experience and um, inspire others to take the action step to change their life and recognize, you know, you got to um, um, take some 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 real action steps, not just, you know, you, you cannot be in denial, right, Hadil? Yes, because if you're in denial, it just gets you nowhere. The first step to recovery is to admit that you have a problem because no one can stop you from you devastating your life besides yourself and you have to recognize that I have a problem and I need to get help. 
Now, what when, what some of the other things that really helped you? You know, we're not talking about treatment here, but like on on a personal level, like working with yourself. What's some of the tips that you notice that to start to help you, you know, getting better, getting more clear about what's going on in your life and why you need to change it? Can you share yeah. that with us? Yeah. Um, one big tip I suggest highly is coping skills because a lot of times you're going to be in high-stress situations. It's life. Um, you can't avoid those kinds of things. But if you find something to self-distract yourself or self-soothe yourself, it can really help calm down the anxiety and calm down the pressure and whatever you're facing. So a lot of times find distractions or find something that you like to do that's fun and go out and have fun. Go out have a drink, hang out with your friends, go to a party, whatever you think um, is, your be- is your coping skill, go and do it because that will really um, get you out of your mind. Maybe even volunteering is a really good coping skill for me because um, – it gets you out of your mindset from thinking about you all the time and thinking about, oh, how do I look, oh, how do I feel, and this and that. But if you go and you help someone else, it can change the way you think of yourself and it can really help um, distract yourself. Another thing that I found really helpful was um, going and talking to someone a lot because a lot of times I just didn't know what to do with my emotions. And my mom is one of the greatest people I know. She just is amazing. I mean, I we have fought sometimes. Every you know, she's listening, fight. so she's going to appreciate you saying that. Unless, okay, good. Oh, okay, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> but um, every every mom and daughter fight. But, like, um, if you go talk to somebody that you trust, like I just have an amazing relationship with my mom, and you go talk to that person and tell them how you're feeling, just spill it out to them, it can feel really good. And it can help, and they can even help you. And they were not going to, and just tell them, I don't want you to do anything, but I just want you to hear, just I want you to be here to listen. And finding that person that will listen to you and support you every step through your recovery will really be amazing. So I would say, just to wrap it up, to definitely use your coping skills, to talk to somebody, and just distract yourself any way you can from these negative thoughts. Well, what you're telling me here is to really find what you're passionate about and yeah. and, and take that passion to really um, take your mind off, you know, um, we're not trying to ignore the problem here, but really basically putting some positive, you know, feelings in place to make you, to help you deal with the problem that you have. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct, because um, if you find what you're really passionate about instead of what you think you're passionate about, like people think, oh, yeah, an eating disorder is something I can control and do and it makes me feel good. But, no, there's other things in life that will make you feel good and make you feel that satisfaction, and you have to find those things. If it's art, if it's – it can be anything that you feel that – Express yourself, basically, yeah. what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Express yourself in a positive way. And I just want to alliterate when you talk about go have a drink. We're not talking about alcohol drinks, but yeah. just get out and be with your friends or be with somebody who cares about you, like cares well, about you for who you truly are. Correct. Okay. And one of the other things that I just want to emphasize on what you said, and just make sure that you uh, um, correct me if I'm, you know, um, if I didn't get it right, is basically what you're saying. You know, recognize that you do have a problem. Yeah. Seek help. You know, when it's needed. Right. Um, and also, you know, find what makes you happy. So that's a passion. You know, I'm all about, you know, following your passion. So um, find something that you really enjoy doing and do more of it. 
Because at the end of the day, it's all about doing what makes you feel good. Because you need to feel good. When you feel good, you can pretty much do anything. Correct? Correct. Because when you when you're high, your emotions are good. You can do anything you set your mind to. That's good. Okay, so you know what? Some of the, can you share some of the things that you enjoy doing yourself? Oh yeah, sure. Um, I really enjoy artwork. It's one of my passions. I love to sketch, paint, um, all sorts of art. Um, and I love to help people. I really enjoy volunteering. Um, I like to do puzzles, like, like crossword puzzles. Those distract me a lot. But my big passion is definitely acting. My biggest passion. I love to act. I could act all day, and it just lets you come out of yourself and be someone else. I suggest it highly for anyone trying to find a good thing to get into is acting because it's something amazing and it can make you feel so good and you can have a lot of fun with it, and it can can be a really good distraction. So I love to act and do art and um, listen to music is is another thing. I love music. Um, I'm passionate about that as well. And And also helping people. I'm really passionate about helping people and just changing lives. So, yeah. Well, that's that's uh, incredible and that's beautiful. And one of the things that I will add to it as a professional coach, you know, myself, if if you have a passion for something, you know, maybe, you know, if you like you said you like art, maybe you're going to take a class. You know, maybe 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 you want to just take an in an outside, you know, course from, you know, every, your everyday activity, you know, just to kind of enhance, you know, your passion. Um, if you like to act, maybe you can take some acting courses. Um, if you like to uh, um, draw or play music, maybe you want to learn how to play an instrument. You know, all these things can really actually take more of your um, your life, you know, because you enjoy doing it, right? And, and all about, mm-hmm. like, doing what you love and love what you're doing. So if you find things that makes you feel good, do more of it. And, uh, you know, it, it becomes your way of life versus life takes over, you take over, and you become more in control and you become more the master of your life. Um, any last tips, advice, or suggestion? We're not advising. We're not giving advice here. We're really just suggesting information. Um, anything that you like to share um, before we wrap it up? Well, i definitely like to say if anyone is suffering from an eating disorder, to definitely recognize that you have a problem and to go and seek help right away and that you can change this no matter what you what people other people tell you that you can do this it just has to come from within and no nobody can stop you from expressing who you are and being who you are and really don't waste your life on an eating disorder because there's so much more in life to look look forward to and you only have one life to live and if you waste it you'll be incredibly regretful so just basically live life every day to the fullest and if you need the help go out and get it and you can do this and anybody can recover from this if they just believe in themselves and no matter at what stage you you know they are correct yes no matter what stage you are okay because based on what you told me you really had you know you know, hit a hit a low level in your life, and you yes, will get did. you down. I mean, listen to you now. Uh, it's it's totally different person, and obviously, thanks to a lot of the help and support that you yes. have gotten, you of know, course, and then yes. also thanks to you for 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 all the work that you've done on yourself on the internal oh, level. You. So there's a lot, you know, a lot of people to be thanking, and most of all is you. Yeah. That's awesome. That is really Thank good, you. and I really appreciate. 
you know, drop in any time you like, and and I definitely, uh, um, you know, would like to share your story. You know, anytime you you want to do that, please feel free to reach out to mm-hmm. us. And uh, remember, you know, um, it's really all up to us, right? It's all up yeah. to us to make you know life worth living because you know it is. And even if you believe, you know, that we live many lives, at least worry about this one right now and live it to the fullest and enjoy it and, and uh, do whatever it can, whatever you can to actually feel good, feel good about yourself, feel good about what you do every day and reach out to the people that you um, that love you in your mm-hmm. life, you know, and that's the key. I mean, you mentioned your relationship with your mother, how uh, valuable that relation, that's an unconditional love. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's the two emotions that we experience in our life, time, fear, and love. And when we come from a place of love, loving for ourselves, and having mm-hmm. the unconditional love in our life, that's also important. And even if you don't have, you know, that someone who's really close to you, loving for yourself is, is the most important, too. You know, knowing that you are worthy, you deserve to be here on this planet in this lifetime and you deserve to live your life to its fullest you deserve to be happy it's your right it's your birthright and uh next until next time uh hadil honey thank you so much again for being here yes, thank you so and much we for will having be in touch thank you and, okay. and keep me posted you know I will. email or anything like that how it's Definitely. going with the group and everything else thank you so much yeah thank you for having me oh my pleasure thank you Bye. Bye-bye. And again, you know, I, I do want to appreciate my guest, you know, for coming on the show and sharing her story. I hope it inspires you to take some action and uh, to seek help when it's needed and to realize, you know, life is really good and life is what we make of it. And no matter how difficult life becomes, you know, you can overcome anything if you put your mind into it. If you recognize the symptom, if you seek the help that is needed, and, uh, you know, remember, you're only one step away from living the best life that you can live. So take that step. Take that step and make it a small step. And and, uh, reach out when it's needed. Reach for help when it's needed. And recognize, you know, you are a beautiful human being and you deserve to be here, living the life that you desire. Until next time, stay amazing and much love to you. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.